0: And there will be horror, and there will be horror, and there will be horror once more. Alright, that was better. Thank you. That was a lot better that than was last wa- time. I know, I even went with the tune with
1: it too. I know. That's better. It's because we didn't try and say our whole entire name, which is so hard to put into a song. I know, right?
0: <laughs> As long as we can just bring it back to the fact that we're the Pucker Curve Podcast. I'm Matt. (laughs) I'm Cody. And today, we are here to remind you that if you are that person that goes to the zoo and tries to make animal noises at the animals in the zoo, you're awful. And you should (laughs) stay home. You're awful? Yeah, because we were at the zoo today, and just like... Uh, um, and I don't know how others use work. I'm assuming they're all the same in some aspects and whatnot. But like, so that, here's it, an
1: animal. Move on. Yeah, here's an animal. Move on. Here here's an Denver, animal. Pay thirty dollars for this hot dog that you'll be hungry in t- ten minutes. Basically, because no, it's gonna give you the So chance. Here
0: at the Denver Zoo, like peacocks will just walk around, yeah. and like and whatever. And like a whole family and one mom pushing her kids is just like. Hurr. And the peacock starts going off, and she and I and she's like, ah, "Look at me! I'm talking to the peacock." And I'm like, "Oh my god, Cindy, you're so funny." <laughs> you know, I wonder if like people,
1: like you know, when people do that, I wonder if like those that can get the actual pitch that the animals understand and like are actually saying "fuck you, fuck you." So you know how like peacocks do that whole right. like
0: well and i hate like, these fuck people like you because say, cause like her friend was also trying to like touch like the bird's tail yeah or well it's uh, not its tail but it's, or no, we, it's, like it's a tail, 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 tail. yeah so, so tail wait, and i was just like you're the reason why people get kicked out of zoos and get eaten yeah like you're the pe you like you're the parent. Like, <laughs> like i don't want to bring it like up because that, it needs to stay dead That
1: was like like that joe rogan joke Joe, uh, where he's talking about how... I'm uh, fairly certain it's Joe Rogan. Yeah, because he always says, I'm team people. At the end of it he talks about how this kid was throwing... Uh, him and his friends were throwing pine cones at this tiger. Oh my and the God. tiger jumps out of the exhibit. And the kid, like, they left. Like, they left the tiger exhibit and went and sat down at the in, like, the little lunch area. Yeah. And the tiger hurdles out of its pen... And eats the kid. Like, hunts him down. Good. And eats
0: that kid. That, no. kid, that kid fucking has it coming. And don't be that person's like, man, how can you say that about a kid who got eaten by a tiger? The bad question is, when you're picking a fight with a natural predator, who can rip your goddamn face off? You kind of started it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's natural selection taking its course at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like going all the way back to when you're cavemen. Like, them throwing rocks at a T-Rex.
1: <laughs> just
0: be like, be like "Hey, ung! Um, isn't this hilarious?" Yeah. No, just I just get so annoyed at those people at the zoo who just have to try to like mimic the sounds of like the animals. Yeah. And it's just like if you ever wanted to know how our public school system's doing, go to the zoo, <laughs> because like, because like <laughs> this has now happened to us twice. So, it this, today at, when we were at the Denver Zoo, like there was a we were we went to the jaguar exhibit and they kept calling the jaguar a leopard yeah and they're like it's a leopard it's a leopard it's a leopard and like lauren Lawson, she's like it's a jaguar <laughs> <laughs> and it's just and like that's not as bad like i guess you can make the mistake but when we were up at the cheyenne mountain zoo and i was telling you about this but now i want the listeners to hear this there was a kid who was about probably nine years old and, like, we were, we walk. Re- they had this exhibit where you can walk along and see the lions, like, go into the lions, uh, like, den, kind of, yeah. like, exhibit. And so, like, full-on male, grown, main lion is walking around, this nine-year-old kid, it's a tiger! It's a tiger! <laughs> it's a tiger! i like, I look at the mom, and I'm like, look, you're not gonna like this, but you might have to drown this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate to be the Bear of bad news, but he's he's not gonna add anything to humanity. No.
1: Well, that's just funny because it, that <laughs> it's like the Jim Jeffries joke where he talks about his son. I know I'm quoting a lot of comedians, but I have a lot of com- watched a lot of stand up comedy lately. Jim Jeffries, is like, fucking hilarious. I just like his where he's talking about his son getting into this really nice private school, and there's a tortoise like walking around. And he's like, "Oh, they know what you're talking hey, about." Henry, what? I think Henry, he names his kid Henry. Hank. Hank. He named his yeah.
0: kid. He's it's like, Hank. "Hey Hank,
1: what is that?" And he's like, "It's a turtle." And then, like the kid who's like a year younger than his son Hank or something like that because he goes. Actually, that's not a turtle; that's a tortoise. A tortoise is one that uh, walks on dry land, but a turtle yep. lives in the water. And Jim Jeffries just looks at his son and goes, "God, you're an idiot." And then he goes, "Well, I'm an idiot too, because I was today year old, or I was today year old, that I found out the difference between a turtle and a tortoise." And Hank's just sitting there turtle yeah but i i
0: could i could again i could excuse that oh yeah no i understand i just i just think
1: it's funny because like i understand like a nine-year-old should know the difference between a tiger and a lion right (laughs) and and, like that's probably like your parent the parents kind of like just being yeah honey it's a tiger i just mommy needs her night night juice now
0: but you gotta like and to clarify to all the listeners This wasn't, like, a special needs kid or anything like that. And, like, this was... Or, like, someone who just was, like, really badly uneducated. Like, this was straight up, like, Tiger, 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 tiger! Like, that kid who's, like, hyped up on, like, Sugar who plays Fortnite and thinks it's the best thing ever kind of kid. He's like, it's a tiger! It's a tiger! And I'm like... I want to push you in there and see if you're sure it's a tiger. I know, that kid needs to grow up and just play Apex Legends right now. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no, I just, I hate those people. Yeah. I, I hate okay. But go to a zoo setting, and you'll just, you'll figure why our education system is failing us.
1: Yeah. I guess just, yeah. You know, I also think it's funny that we both, like, had family days today. Exactly. I, yeah. I didn't have Deb and Audrey, but me, uh, I was down in, because I went to Castle Rock to hang out with my cousins and, my dad for uh, Anna's uh, graduation because she just graduated high school. Congratulations, Congratulations Anna! But we all went played putt putt golf. You got through the easy part. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> we, were play- we got to- we, were- we went and played putt putt golf and it was a lot of fun today. Yeah, I haven't done that in a while, but it was just nice because like. It was relaxing, and I was still waiting for, like, something to happen because usually when, like, me and all my cousins go out together, like, at least one of them likes to try and pick fights with me the entire time. Yeah. I don't know why, but they like to. And, like, and I always make them cry. <laughs> like, they, they just keep poking and prodding at me. Like, so my cousin Evan, one time, he, keep, he likes to poke and prod at me so much, used to, until I gave him the wedgie so bad, like, I tore his underwear and he cried. And then he looked at, he tried to tell on me one time. And then, was, like, his mom, my cousin Jenny, he just went, He gave me a wedgie and made me cry. And then she looked at me and was like, Well, what did you do? <laughs> like, Cody's old enough to know that not to just do that. <laughs> so, like, it was actually kind of nice not just constantly getting berated or berating my cousins. Maybe so. maybe they
0: finally caught on They're like... I want to pick a fight, but yeah. I know I need a good reason for it.
1: Oh yeah, what? Uh, he's not. So uh, one of the kids out there, he's, he's not my cousin by blood, but he's it, like he shares a dad with uh my cousins Anna Julia, but um he kept trying to pick on me today, and so when he uh he just likes to call everyone losers and jerks and stuff for no reason. Yeah. Um, I think it's just the whole like jock mentality because he's super into sports. <laughs> and so I bought a huge bag of seeds to share with everyone. Then when he came over, I was like, no, you've been a jerk all day. I'm not giving you any seeds. He was like, please. I was like, no, no. And I waited until the end of putt-putt golf to finally give him <laughs> seeds. Because I was like, are you going to be nice? Are you going to stop calling people names and stuff like that? And he just got all sad. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> God, you're just like Audrey. <laughs> 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 this is like the dad the dad voice oh yeah it's real and you're just, you're just <laughs> like come on man yeah get it together
0: That's just come on but before we get to everything else uh we have to get do good on our patreon rewards we have a new patron this month cody do you yep. want
1: to i would like to thank justin bailey and yeah just thank you so much justin it means a lot to us you signing up and everything and we just like to thank all of our patrons. it means so much when you guys sign up
0: yes thank you justin yep. for, uh, for being a supporter of our patreon being a supporter of the show take this audio that we're talking about you right now take it up to a girl or guy you like where we don't judge and <laughs> show them that you that people know you the Parker Horror Podcast knows you yep. thank you Justin if if you're now showing this to someone to impress them Justin you are the coolest most swaggest person in the entire world man and you and you're dope on the drums no,
1: and you got dope beats. He's given me a couple of his yeah, he songs, the and they're things. great. So, thank you, Justin, our yeah. new patron.
0: Thank you, sir.
1: But, but yeah, so it was, it was pretty good. So, let's get into some... Talk about some stuff going on with
0: horror lately. Yeah, let, let, let's do that. Uh, so, uh, first things first. A Quiet Place 2 has been moved up to two months to early 2020. So, uh, I'm guessing that's probably going to be like for it's going to be in March 20th is the release date for The Quiet Place 2 which I don't know I'm a little uh hesitant on because I uh, because the first one was really really good. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's going to be a prequel to the events of it or it's if it's not. just going to or going to focus on a different family. You read the the actual article that we're on. Yeah.
1: It's going to be I would see this is what I was hoping. Is that they weren't going to do this? So Emily Blunt and the kids are all going to be reprising their roles, and um, so it's probably going to be it's going to be a continuation of their story. And I didn't like with a quiet place. It's such it was such a unique movie that it didn't really need a sequel. But I was hoping like if they were going to do a sequel, either show like be the be a prequel where it shows the aliens coming to Earth and Earth falling. You know, because I like that it took place, like, smack dab in the middle of the apocalypse already. Right. Or it was just going to focus on a different family from a different place. Like, are they the same types of aliens? or Are they different in different parts of the, you know, the Earth? Right. And stuff? Like, I kind of wish that there was that. Well... That instead of, like, we're going to follow the same family and... I don't know. I just... <sighs> It's just like a cool thing to like see like another family figure out
0: or another group of people figure out how to fight these aliens instead of just following the same people. Well, uh, you know, Krasinski was quoted saying that his why Family Blunt actually blew my mind by categorizing it in the correct way after I pitched it to her. She said, this isn't a sequel at all. This is the second book of a series of books. It's a widening of a world, and I thought that's the best way to look at it. It doesn't feel like a sequel. It's a continuation of living in that world. Now, I don't know. I yeah. feel like that's still by-the-book sequel because, I mean... Yeah,
1: because it's the same family. Yeah. And, like, it's why? We're just going to see how they how moved on from John Krasinski... Spoiler, if you haven't right. seen it. Right. But, like, the father's death, John Krasinski's character in the first one... And it's just, I don't know, it's just one of those where it's like, why, we don't need to see how that family moves on. Right. Like, it'd be, it'd be really cool if they, like, just cameoed real fast, if like, just to show that they lived at the end. Right. But at the same time, like, I really wish, you know, it didn't. Like, especially because it's all three of them, so it's the whole family. Right. Except for John Kras- Krasinski, and I just kind of wish that, like, it was more along the lines of, like, they just kind of show up and help out this new group of people real fast, and then they go off and do their own thing. And you never see from them again,
0: so I don't know. That's just the way I'm looking at it. So in a in a news that probably only a handful of people are asking for, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dead Island 2 is still in development. Oh so, my god! Uh, ever, which to, so to give a little kind of like history behind this, so the first uh, the first Dead Island came out to like lukewarm reviews. You either loved it or you hated it. Came out in 2011, um, and then they came out with a Dead Island Riptide, um, which, which was supposed, which was supposed to which was more of an ex, an expansion. Yeah, uh, kind of like uh, yeah, Far Cry New Dawn. Well, then part of the development team separated to just keep working on Dead Island, and then the other part went on to make Dying Light, the better one. Yeah, the one that's kind of argued as the better one. So, um, if you are you know still hoping for that Dead Island, too, it is still in development. Um, you know it's it was slated to come out on the ps4 but at this rate it it probably is going to come out on the next like gen or the final gen of consoles the ps5 and the xbox which I, yeah. by the way found out that uh ps5 is supposed to be backwards compatible from all PS1. yeah i saw I,
1: I watched the video on it yeah oh my god it looks so beautiful it, it,
0: it, it is really gonna be like the I'm so end mad. all of all consoles yeah right? i'm
1: so mad that they're like i don't know man like i still feel like this new generation is just coming a little too fast. Well, those, those consoles aren't what? slated
0: for like two or three more years.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. But st- but like, cause there's still so much you can do with the PS4 and the in and the XBone. But <laughs> 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 but there's still so much you can do with these consoles that like they haven't even touched. Like Microsoft need like they should still come out with like one or two actually good. Console exclusives, you know, I know they just they've already given up on the X Bone, like way back when, after especially right after they came out the Xbox box. But like eh, you know? I don't know. I just
0: I still think it's too early. Yeah. No, so So we'll so see. So Dead Island two is still I don't know. Ew. Maybe, maybe we'll get. Ew. Maybe we'll be surprised. That Dead Island Dusk, Dead Island Two does come out, and it's like, wow, this is better than Dying Light. This is a way better experience. Maybe we'll be surprised. If not, then we'll be just disappointed, well, and we'll just make fun of it like we did Fallout seventy six.
1: I know. Well, with the trailer for Dead Island Two, it's supposed. It looks like they're trying to do the whole. It's Borderlands, but all zombies instead, right? And it's like, because like when you look at the first one, oh my god, that trailer was so good so good and that's what everyone wanted was like that meek just always tortured like zombie game where it's not you know like and then
0: it came out with what it was you know (laughs) uh, our friends over at let's uh let's watch horror uh podcast over there in the uk which i still want to get try to do some sort of crossover with Mm -hmm. them um are going to be talking about zombies here soon on a future episode of ours and they uh, had a poll on twitter and was asking everyone's opinion and on do we think zombies are terrifying still or not? And my, res- my response is that it's... I-, I think it all depends. I think zombies themselves have transcended a pure just horror yeah. feeling to now being uh, uh, this mold of you can kind of tell a story through whatever. Yeah. So, like, if we, if we go back to our review of Fido, like, it's kind of like a more humorous comedic side of, like, zombies, where it's like, if you look like, at Frankenstein... It's a tragic story yeah. of being a zombie. Um, to where even with the remake of The Dawn of the Dead, where that is still, I will argue, a terrifying uh, incarnation of zombies in that one. Yeah. Um, to even uh, uh, Last of Us, yeah, which still keeps the zombie thing going as well. Um, I, I, th- I think it all depends. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see if Dead Island's good. Um, but talking about things that are always argued of being good so with uh <laughs> disney's recent acquirement of the 21st century fox uh license basically um that a lot of people are wondering about the alien franchise and basically really scott came out and said that it's not completely done with but the past is over and they're trying to figure out how to evolve the series so like one thing he was kind of like quoted saying is that, um, you know, you get to a point when you say, okay, it's dead in the water, I think Alien vs. Predator was a daft idea, and I'm not sure it did very well or not, I don't know, but somehow brought down the beast. Basically explaining that, like, it did put a kind of a huge, like, whoa, whoa, like, a fork in the road for the Alien franchise. I can see that,
1: especially because when you look at Alien vs. Predator, it was just like... I don't know, it was... They definitely didn't make the aliens seem super badass at some point, because like it just they did the swarm mentality, but they didn't really play up to its to its uh, strengths for that. And yeah, it's like well they have the one alien take down two predators, right? And it was like yeah, but that alien just dies off screen, and then you just kind of I don't know, like I feel like that that the AVP, even though like I enjoy them a lot. They kind of like definitely hampered all of it because, like, the, the aliens don't seem as scary anymore. It's kind of like the zombie mentality. They're just because they use the swarms instead of like the first alien, where it was just one could just take out a lot of people. So, I don't know. I hope if they do continue the alien franchise, they kind of take a lot of hints or even just adapt the comic books of them because those are good.
0: Yeah. Those are really, really good. Yeah, I I mean, that might be the safer way to go, really. Instead of just trying to create something new over and over, just kind of going the realm of the Mm -hmm. comics and maybe just adapting something from that.
1: Yeah, because they Um, have a lot of great stories in there, and then they shot themselves in the foot with... I think they shot themselves in the foot with the evolution of Alien by knocking off the engineers in in, uh, Alien Covenant. Like, that could have been a whole new thing with itself. Yeah. And then, like, I know they could be like, well, I mean, one thing I'd like to see him do is actually the um, the accelerant, the black goo that they use in the movie. Like, maybe somehow that like starts evolving the aliens like into something different. But I all don't right. know. Those are just kind of a couple things I think.
0: Yeah. And, depend- uh, and uh, we're almost done with all of our headlines. We got two more to go Thor. We're gonna we're gonna for, end on we're, go for. It. Go for it. <laughs> we're we're gonna finish on a good one because I got one more kind of a frustrating one. So uh, <laughs> yeah. and so if you're a Todd McFarlane fan or a Spawn fan, you know that they, it's been in the works for kind of a while now at this point. That he's trying to make a new Spawn film, one that's more honorable to the comics, um, and he's still battling to get his movie off the ground. But I guess frustrations are coming up that he, it seems to be going back to square one and that basically uh, Todd McFarlane is is at the point where it, if he doesn't get to have his way with this movie he's going to walk away from the project completely
1: i mean to be fair like when it comes to Todd M- McFarlane like spawns his baby man and like in the last movie as much as we do enjoy that movie to to the character it it's garbage well and I, like it, and,
0: well here's so here's one thing so supposedly uh, Blumhouse who's part of the project too Hasn't even approached a studio yet, and two years later, there, like, there isn't even a script. So, oh, there isn't even a script. No, now? well, there's no mutual agreement on a script. Oh. so and to be fair, we're uh, this is what we're we're getting this from bloodydisgusting.com, uh, dot com, so uh, we we can't take credit for it. Uh, uh, you know, Brad Miska actually did a great job writing on this topic, so I don't want to give the whole article away, but just mm-hmm. go to bloody disgusting, and you'll uh, you'll find it on there. Um, but you know, I mean. I mean, I don't know, man. It's that's the question, right? It's it's do we get what we want? Do we finally get a Spawn film, but it's not as good as it could be, or we just leave it being uh, just kind of forgotten about, and we don't get let down at all? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, so I just wanted to say one more thing from this uh, article that I totally agree with is that, like, I guess one of the biggest issues is that Seth MacFarlane doesn't he doesn't or not, Seth Todd McFarland? Yeah, Todd McFarlane. He doesn't want to give up the rights to his character, Boy, and, I, so, and that's what that's what all these like big ass studios are wanting is for him to give up the rights to him. Oh,
0: well, and I totally get it too because it's like, Spawn what? is an iconic comic character, or a horror one even. At that. Yeah, it's like I wouldn't want to give up my rights to my own. Character either. I would you know? say though, at this point though, I think it would be better as a television series, which is our theme for today. Oh yeah, but, especially the cartoon. Holy well, shit, so man, That was so good. So I would argue that the Preacher TV show has actually like is re- I, to be fair, I've never read the comics, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. And if they could even get on a network like AMC or Netflix, like yeah. it would be fantastic. It would do great because then they could do whatever they want with it.
1: I I hope he actually goes to Netflix for it, just because like I feel like Netflix is a little bit more uh,
0: uh, lenient with the rights of those characters and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They totally are. Like, well, and it would be perfect too because now that mm -hmm. they don't have, uh, now they're not going to have any new seasons of Daredevil, and uh, without bringing up that whole anger issue that we have (laughs) with with it, um, you know, now they can actually fill the void with other comic characters, and Spawn would be a great.
1: Villain. I think Netflix would be a great outlet for non yeah. Marvel or DC like, shows.
0: Oh, I remember hearing about today that I actually think it's on Netflix. There, I remember seeing this today. I should have brought this up too. Is that they're actually looking at a Hellboy TV series? Yeah, and doing a whole, whole recast,
1: another recast. But, but I'm fine. No, man. I am like, too. A like show of
0: Hellboy that'd be dope. Like
1: it works so well, and they like they could even start it off like. How he started in BPRD yeah. and everything—that'd yeah. be
0: so good. That would be rad. Yeah, because I heard the 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 Hellboy movie was really mixed.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I'm still
0: gonna see it. Yeah, I still want to see it, but I hear a lot of the problems was that mm-hmm. there was a lot of creative, uh, a creative, uh, divisive creat- creativity. Well, apparently, behind there's scenes.
1: a lo- a lot of, a lot of crap between the actors and then the directors and producers. Yeah, like especially uh, Dan Harbor
0: and um the uh, the main and uh, the other like leading actors well even even i, I don't know this is so bad cuz i can't think of his name and i had it on top of my head but the guy who who made the comics was on the set to like direct how like to oh give, mangiola yeah to give guidance mm-hmm. of how it should go and even he like was fighting with it like it sounded like it was just kind of a whole brawl yeah. to get this movie made and yeah. so whenever that happens it always comes out to subpar quality i heard it was gory so I like it for that much, but <laughs> um, with the Hellboy series, part of the biggest thing about it is its a lore.
1: Yeah, because Brant told me if you kind of like think of it as an alternate universe to it, you'll enjoy it. Ooh, I hate that. I know. Well, that, that means that we have to not. Um, that means we have. To, what's her? What's her PS4 name? Um. Oh, Chibi. Chibi. We have yeah. to find our internal Chibi and just enjoy it for what it is.
0: I don't know, man. But as May- long
1: as it's not Batman versus Superman quality. Before the extended cut.
0: But saying that you have to accept it that it's its own, like, universe... You're basically saying, like, you have to accept the fact that it kind of sucks...
1: That's what we had to do with the MCU. No. You know how no. pissy we were? Like yeah. we love those movies, but like how pissy we were when they changed everything? Yeah. Like, but, changed
0: things? but but they like justified the changes. No, I know. Like they, they actually delivered on it. So if it's going in that realm where if it's justifying it over with its action and like yeah. it's like set pieces going over the top, then maybe, yeah, just maybe it's enough Let's to see. save it. Um yeah
1: hopefully i don't know well, i'll have to see it Well, uh, um, last thing in horror sorry, going on two things sorry I, I i just read one thing and it's gonna be kind of a shot at horror it's really quick apparently someone did the body count for all three john wick movies. oh yeah i saw this and it's he, john wick kills more people in three movies than michael myers and jason have combined yeah. over all their movies which I'm except look. for jason x i because you know he literally kills a giant space station <laughs> so it's technically jason still wins everything and then uh, for all for all you well no because and, if
0: it's all combined then that means that he's killed more than even Jason did in space.
1: I, okay, I have to see the third movie, but I don't think he killed like thousands in John in those. I don't um, know. I haven't. Have I haven't see seen it, any of the movies. But that's what they said, and it's like, well, you you kind of have to think about the space station from Jason X, and I think everyone always forgets about Jason X. But anyway, so far, you ghouls and gals in Colorado. Um, the weekend of June 13th and uh, through the 16th, uh, we are they are ha- we are hosting um, not me and Matt, but uh, Colorado is hosting its uh, 13th annual Hearse Con. Um, so if you go there, there's a lot of uh, you get to look at a bunch of hearses, ambulances, and limos, and then there's going to be a lot of music, and also Morbid Curiosities is ha- hosting a carnival there. So if you're into, if you just wants a little bit of depravity over your weekend, of um, uh, June 13th, go and check it out. I, w- I was hoping, I was really hoping to be able to check it out this year, but I got to work through that so I can get my time off for
0: my birthday. Yeah, you know what? Um, I want to somehow get have a panel, the Punk Rock Horror Podcast panel, one of these like horror conventions here in colorado yeah I think that would be great and i think we'd have people come out and want to just talk to us i want to
1: try and i want to see if we can maybe get one up for the horror uh horror movie festival oh yeah that'd be great that'd be so much fun in october i keep wanting to go so bad and i always fucking
0: miss so, it so here's the thing anyone out there who does work for any of the horror film festivals out here if you listen to us we would love to come out and have a panel and maybe just even tell some jokes uh, we would love to be part of it mm-hmm. so if, if you're listening and uh you want to make that happen and help us make that happen reach out to us you can find us on our email podcast at gmail.com
1: yeah we'd so. love to have a panel there we can even talk about one of the movies that's being shown there if there's yeah. like you know movies and stuff like that that we would more than love to do that yeah so, so. yeah reach out to us
0: yeah well let's do some looking into that and, yeah. i know we got a lot of big plans and in- in the works as well, too. Yeah. depend. Holy... There, there's one <laughs> that could be so big that... We'll literally die de- from pooping ourselves. Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it depends on a few things, but um, if it works out next year, is gonna... I don't know. I, I can't say anything, because it's only an idea. Right now, we still yeah. have to get some sort of, like, solid ground with this before we can even start promoting it. Yeah. So um i don't know but we'll we'll figure it out uh, and but we have a
1: couple huge interviews coming up soon we just want to like be ready for them we're super
0: excited especially this guy yeah i'm so excited we, just, we literally got to get the time yeah so if for you've been following year, yeah. uh, if you follow me on instagram you know that i kind of made a tease on on my story talking about that we have a huge announcement coming up um, all we're waiting on is literally to get uh, just the time officialized and make yep. sure that it's solid and we can stick to it if that works then this is gonna be big for us uh, I know I'm so, s-
1: I'm so excited dude like And you I, told I, me like I got my little girl
0: voice going I was like oh my god you had to check the emails <laughs> yeah, so, like, you're, you're so bullshit me. And, and I know we do this a lot we're guys, we guys like you always tease a lot of things and, <laughs> and like the truth is like this is big like you guys are gonna love this episode if we can get this to happen yeah so uh, just, uh, just stay just you know just stay following us on our facebook and our twitter punk or Horror podcast and at official PRHB mm-hmm. uh, or instagram yep so, so um but that being said though let's jump yep. in today's we're... episode so we're going to do uh, a bit of a two-parter yeah so um today we're gonna be talking about the history and our love of horror television shows so um kind of trying to pick up the history for this there isn't we, we'd ha- we were kind of under a time crunch trying to get all the history for this uh, mm-hmm. down. It's kind of so- my lot. No, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> so, But we kind of figured, you know, there's no real direct way to talk about this, and we'll just follow up more within our uh, part two. So the, this first part, we're going to talk about a few shows that are horror-related, that we love, that we grew up with, and just mm-hmm. kind of talk about... Um, you know what we always do why we love it so yeah. um some of the earliest tv shows that came out though was in the 1940s and 1950s with lights out from 1946 to 1952 to the vampira show with, from 1945 to 1955 54 or 1954 i'm so sorry to 1955 to even probably one that uh everyone knows the twilight zone from 1959 uh, to 1964. sorry i can't
1: pass out on this one also alfred hitchcock presents because my mom used to talk to me all about True. that show that one was um, on from, from 1955
0: years. to 1965 a solid decade yep um to where we went in and in, in this time of like horror it was definitely more of uh feel like at this point it was trying to figure out what are the stories they want to tell? And so it was, it, it was either, you either saw it in a very single minded, not single minded, like a single story told of, of like, you know, 13 Demon Street, for example, to or even Light out to where you have like things like twilight zone alfred hitchcock presents in the vampire show where they kind of talked about m- they did multiple stories definitely yeah. though and the twilight they, zone and alfred hitchcock and there
1: and those were a little bit more like thrillers over horror where it was yeah. more psychological and stuff especially if you wa- if you watch alfred Hitch- hitchcock stuff and twilight zone
0: well and it was also still like the wild west era of horror mm-hmm. too because it was it was they were Absolutely trying to figure early. out at the time what still scared people, you know? Yeah. I mean, because it it wasn't... Before this, you mostly saw horror in, like, European countries, and we've talked about this before. Yeah. um, Like, France and England and, and so on and so forth, and even Germany... And they were more so going into a darker side of horror, an artistic side of horror, to where we were just trying to find a shock value of horror. Yeah.
1: And then, and once it hit the 1960s, that's when we started getting a little bit more like lighthearted horror, like yeah. the Addams Family, the, the monks, Monsters, yeah. Dark, shadows. Dark Shadow, Dark Shadow, Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably <Bartley laughs> Scooby
0: Doo, which, I, uh, real quick, so I want to talk about, and then we'll also, a lot of things to point out there. We had the Outer Limits. Um, in that show we had Way Out and Thriller and there was a lot of like 60 shows mm-hmm. and you kind of see like the combination of the 1950s and 1960s really paved the way for oh a lot God. of like horror stories and horror TV shows throughout the future too. I mean mm-hmm. what was so interesting about the 60s though is that you did see more family horror yeah, with you know the Adams Family. you know, Addams Family s- the Monsters. Yeah and even the, mo- the Monsters as well which there's still like I know it was like one of the weirdest things is like how did Frankenstein, and a vampire give birth to a werewolf. <laughs> and, and I think it was kind of like agreed that he was adopted. I don't uh, know. I, I feel like that was the I case. I just kind of
1: lean on, just don't question it too much. But let's talk about, <laughs>
0: but I kind of want to talk about those Scooby-Doo though too. Like, talk about like a nonch like low-key horror series that became a mainstay through mediums. Yeah. Like. Especially with all those shaggy memes. I mean, cause if you really think about it, like, it, like Take away all the slapstick humor and, and the hijinks and you know what and the animation, you know these people, you know this this group of kids was hunting down, uh, what ghosts cons- and stuff, what well, what would be considered psychopaths and serial killers, <laughs> yeah, you know? I know, and it was and it was like oh oh how cute, but talk about a movement, dude. I mean, it, you well, know.
1: and and what I think is really funny about Scooby Doo also is when you look at it, especially those early ones, like a lot of the like monsters that they were catching and stuff you know of course the own mask it's a person and whatnot like they weren't even just serial killers a lot of them were just trying like they were doing that stuff to like save their businesses and stuff because like there's that theory that scooby-doo just takes place during the great depression and all these people are losing their jobs and whatnot and then these fucking kids come out of nowhere and like destroy their careers because they're (laughs) like you know like i would be pissed off too I right but I, yeah, like when you also think about some of those other ones, like other guys that they catch on, there are serial killers, and they're just kids, teenagers, like you, driving across the country, like we're gonna catch a ghost.
0: Well, and I was, you know, our friend Nate was huge into the show, mm-hmm. and you know, he, you know, he's he, that was like really kind of like astounding when you think about it because it's compared to today's animation, it is admirable, and, like it's really like good it still quality, holds up too, but it it like. Trying to compete with a lot of days, animation is really hard, and yet they still update it. I mean, they've even they've they've been updating it with not just fresher animation, but uh, with a few live action movies, movies in general, and even like crossovers for like yeah. the WWE, WWE, where like Batman. John Cena punches a boulder. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was like, totally shot. Out oh resume, my god! You know it was the
0: Scoop. Yeah, the what was it? The Scooby Doo Mysteries, I think it was called, where they teamed up with Adam West. Adam oh west yeah batman. that was one of the best episodes ever <laughs> ever so good I and the harlem Glo- globetrotters
1: yeah they even got i what i like about the, oh, the adam stooges, west one sorry. yeah three stooges was good the one that i liked about the adam west batman one is they got all the actual actors to play their characters yeah. in the cartoon including like caesar romero not caesar romero but uh the original joker guy the original Riddler, oh um, penguin yeah But like all of them, like (laughs) I was just like that's so. Do you know what? Do you know what's so
0: astounding about that? It'd be so. It's so hard to get that same kind of like nostalgia and quality in any show. Like if we try doing, I'm trying to think of a good one. Um, Like even trying to get like I think it's what's his name Jim or Ron Conway, Uh, the guy who does the voice for Batman and. Oh yeah, Rob Conway. Rob Conway. Um, even to try to get him in the, like, original voice cast from Justice League, like, yeah. the Justice League animated series, to, like, reprise the roles, mm-hmm. like, it's so much harder, like, even, like, yeah, it's, I know. like, you don't see that much collaborative, like, work among mm-hmm. fam- famous names anymore these days, and when you no, do, it's you usually, don't. like, really bad animated horror, like, not horror, uh, family films. Yeah, I know, it's, it's just so terrible. Right. Well, um. and also, like, do you have a favorite Scooby-Doo movie? Animated movie. Oh, the Scooby-Doo animated movie? Zombie yeah. Island, man. Right? Oh, that oh was my the best That one. one was the best one. I'm not going to lie.
1: I can't it's, think of any other ones besides that one. Because well, because there's that one. There's the one with the vampire punk band. I think that was the same one. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it was three vampire sisters doing a punk band, and they were being haunted by another bigger vampire or some shit like that. And so they had to save uh-huh. the punk band, yeah. Was it really? Yeah.
0: I could have sworn that was the same one. No, Zombie Island uh, oh. was cat people. Maybe it's, it, Maybe it's like curse of the vampire can we do curse of the vampire
1: or Vampirilla or some shit like that yeah no mine was zombie island like because uh it was just so good especially when like because it was like i think that was their first like big movie from the new animated series and so like when they were like oh it's just another guy in a suit or whatever and they actually ripped the zombies head off
0: oh it was so good so good well, and what's also cool about it is that that was, like, the first time they actually we actually got to see Scooby-Doo in a fresh new animation. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think what a lot of people don't kind of, like, give it credit for, it's like, what would happen if the Scooby gang did, you know, kind of go their separate ways? What would mm-hmm. be the thing that actually bring them back together? Legitimate monsters. Yeah, like, <laughs> like actual zombies. <laughs> and, you know, it was just so cool, too, because it was, like, Probably the perfect movie. Not only was it just nice to have all the voice actors there, and uh, and to just have this press animation, but it, it still kept with its charm. Mm-hmm. I do feel like though the second I I did like so the second. I'm say, looking it up. Are you right looking it up now. right now? Yeah, the one with the zombie or the, the, vampires. the vampires. Yeah, I feel like it to I gotta to be go so far back.
1: Holy crap! They, they
0: came up with a lot of animated movies. A lot. But, <laughs> yeah, but I, I would argue that what Simpsons is to pop culture popular media or comedic uh humor or comedic media i should say um scooby-doo is the equivalent to horror yeah if
1: you think
0: if you you think about it and and now i know you're saying
1: there's witch's ghost that wasn't cyber chase that was a good one it's witch's
0: ghost it's witch's ghost no
1: no it isn't no oh my other favorite one alien invaders oh yeah did oh, you I actually watch like the, I watched, sorry we're oh, getting the, the out point, of the point yeah. I'm trying to
0: get at is that is that I know when you're, you're going to say Matt what about the Addams Family and the Monsters I'm not saying they don't have a point in horror but yeah, my point I being is that fun. talking about a horror franchise that has lasted throughout decades Scooby-Doo is definitely a no-brainer now it's kind of gone down in popularity uh, this day and age um, but it's 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 still like maintained equality throughout the years and I think hmm I, I, I think there's just something to really admire about a horror TV show, and and if we, and we can even make the argument that horror can be for everyone because you know anyone can watch Scooby Doo, anyone. Yeah. Uh, but I will say the only time that I, I think we could all put up a Scrappy Doo is that one-off movie with a uh, shaggy and Scooby where they go to that uh that home for like like Monster forget- Girls. What? Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. I don't remember, but I forgot they
1: did it. They collabed with Kiss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Kiss will do anything for money. They have crocs now. I just think it's funny that they collabed with Kiss. But, yeah, no, and then, the, so moving on from that, like, as much as we do love Scooby-Doo, um, I feel like we need to move on to the next ga- years, which is the 1970s, which they kind of, honestly, like, for America, we saw a small dip, yeah. a, a pretty decent dip in horror, in horror shows. Because a lot of these are, like, they're still, like, super, like, upbeat yeah. in a sense. Like, Fright Night. Uh, a lot of well, actually, no. Sorry. Most of the, like, horror TV shows, like, type things that happened in the 70s. At least just from what we're seeing. I'm sure there's more and I'm sure we're missing some. But it was uh, it was uh, a yeah. horror horror movie. Hosts like instead yeah. of playing just a show, they would I mean, show like horror movies. Like, but you night. started to see more of that in the eighties mm-hmm. too. So like, yeah. So like, good, so Friday
0: Night, you know, was 1970, 1981 Yeah. Um, you know, and it it hosted horror films, and it kind of started that whole beginning of that, mm-hmm. and continued in like nineteen seventy three to nineteen eighty seven, and it started that whole movement of hosting horror movies on a nightly basis. Yeah, or not nightly, a weekly basis. Um. Yeah. And then you also got,
1: like, when was Tales from the Crypt? Was, I thought that was the 70s, but I'm guessing the 80s. No, that's
0: nowhere near the 70s. That was in, actually started in the late 80s. Okay. Yeah, so Tales from the Crypt was from
1: 1989
0: to 1996. Okay, yeah, because I
1: was like, I know, because Tales from the Crypt kind of did that too. And then also another revamp of the Twilight Zone happened in the 80s. Sorry, just we're moving on to the 80s just because... Yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but. no, because no, in the 70s it was more of kind of a decline in, like horror TV Holy shows. Holy shit. Sorry. I'm... You didn't realize that? No, I didn't know they actually made one. Yeah. You never knew that there was a Friday the 13th series? I did not. Yeah. There was, and there was also... I mean, I, Dude, I told you I was I'm more... positive I told you this, but there was also a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street called Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah, right there. Yeah, I've watched it before. It's actually not too bad. Oh, really? Like, it's huh. it's super campy in the best way possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, though, they did have to tone it down. Yeah. Uh, but another thing, though, that was kind of huge was Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, like, and the movie spawned from it too, um, and we got to see young Matthew Lawrence, and That's also uh, oh, what's her name? Um, I can't think of the top of my head now. G- give me a second; I'll look it up really quick. all right but yeah, and then
1: like we saw more revamps of like old older um, horror shows like get revamped in the eighties, like thr- uh, Twilight Zone got another revamp 1985 to nineteen eighty nine. Um, Thriller actually started got, got its own series. Where is it? I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the dates. No, well, I guess okay. that was in the 70s. But um, Debbie Harry, that's right. Debbie, Debbie Harry. Harry was in the Tales from the dark Side movie. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's my bad. I'm sorry. Good. And then Count Dracula. Count Dracula. Oh my God! I forgot hey, about Count. And we Ducula. also had the the
0: the cartoon version of the Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, there the was the real too- Ghostbusters. Yeah, the re- they're, they're not the fake ones.
1: <laughs> they're the real ones. And also War of the Worlds. Like, got its own TV.
0: Yeah, that that was an actual TV now,
1: show. Now we're, now we, we're, now quick, we're getting to do the juicy stuff. Before,
0: before we move on to the 90s, I think what we need to talk about in the 80s is that um, in the 80s, we definitely see oh more horror TV shows kind of figuring out their medium their mold yeah um whether it was you know something of tales from the crypt talking about an anthology of like stories that go wrong mm-hmm. um or even to you know something and, and also like freddy's nightmares was in the same vein of that too as well so there was this huge like popularity of like let's talk about horror anthology stories which is was, mm-hmm. which wasn't a bad thing but i mean yeah. go back to what you're saying with like alfred hitchcock presents and Eighties uh, and twilight zone um freddy's nightmare friday the 13th the series you know there was always these kind of like anthology of like horror stories yeah um, and go ahead, go ahead. i was say but i
1: think like okay so when it comes to like night you know freddy's nightmares and yeah there's a lot in the 90s dude <laughs> no, I know, we're gonna we're, we're gonna have a lot to talk about this one. Uh, because that was when it got juicy but like so when you think about what the 80s like uh, the thing with those like i think the reason why like alfred hitchcock and twilight zone did so good is because uh, when you think of Jason, so the Friday the 13th series and Freddy's series, like, when you look, think of those movies, they were bloody. Like, they were really bloody, and they put it on TV, they had to edit all that out, because TV was so much more like, um, oh my god, I can't think of the word right now.
0: Um, it was more <laughs> of like, in its wild west. Well, t- well. well t-
1: you couldn't get away with as much on TV. You couldn't curse like good oh, could okay. movies, you couldn't oh, shows, okay. you know, sorry. stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It got toned down a lot, and so they, those those types of movie, TV shows couldn't really find their footing at that point. Right. I feel like that's why in the '80s, well, because American there was censorship still, was like really yeah, crude censorship. And that was the one. Crude. It is, but nowhere near as bad as back then, and so they couldn't get away with as much. And then you, well, then we hit the '90s. So this is where like the
0: like so, the. The and boom. The, the
1: boom of horror in TV, TV. shows I mean yeah. like,
0: so we're just gonna I mean and not even gonna be able to name them all off so obviously there's Are You Afraid of the Dark Twin Peaks Aaron's favorite yeah. All Real Monsters Beetle-Jews. Gargoyles Tales from the Crypt Keeper The X-Files X-Files One of the biggest ones yeah. ever uh, Goosebumps The Outer Limits American yeah, Outer Limits got, came back Poltergeist The Legacy and, Garbage and, Buffy <laughs> the Vampire Slayer
1: Sorry one of I the big, that No, show.
0: You hated Buffy?
1: No, the Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say. Buffy
0: was actually No, Poltergeist.
1: Really good. I was so excited for that yeah. and then it was just garbage. Yeah. No, Buffy was great. Uh, like goosebumps. Yeah, goosebumps. Extreme Ghostbusters, blue, Boo. boo, boo.
0: We had Beetlejuice, the animated series, yeah. and we had, you know, uh we what is it charmed an angel charmed oh my god charmed i used to watch that with my grandma Look, anymore. two people watch charmed <laughs> two people okay <laughs> there is a certain age group okay if you're if you were older than i would say 18 i guess then like you watched it for the story if you're a prepubescent straight boy yeah we all know why we watched it yep mine was rose mcgowan <laughs> okay like, best recasting choice ever, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, a lot of, for a lot of other people, it was Alyssa Milano. And I know you're saying, Matt, you're sounding like a straight-up cis male. And you know what? That's fair. But Teenage Matt did not give a shit. <laughs> so, now that we got that grossness out of the way let's talk about this so i mean the 90s obviously we grew up in that era we were like the legit 90s kids yeah um and to all of our other 90s kids who like all those names that i rung about with were like oh my god all real monsters talk yeah. about like legitimately growing up on horror without even yeah. thinking about yeah
1: yeah especially gargoyles i watched the crap out of that series and like i always wondered why i was like this is a
0: little terrifying Well, <laughs> it was totally
1: it was like Set in the modern world
0: but with a yeah. gothic tone.
1: Yeah, and it was so good and like that I feel like nineties is definitely where they're like, Okay, here's what we can do with horror TV to like and start like make it good. Yeah. Like thing about goosebumps was literally just translations from horror books. Okay, and they were let's, fantastic. Talk Let, let's talk
0: about Goosebumps. Let's talk about Goosebumps. Let's talk about probably one of the few TV series to literally scare a nation of children. Yeah. Like, and even if it didn't scare you, like, the book did. Still made you, uneasy. And you, you know, we could also kind of, make, <gasps> we can also kind of make the <laughs> argument of Goosebumps being, like, in a sense, the Game of Thrones of its time, in the sense that not for, only did it have a huge, like, book. For kids. Yeah, but, like, a book catalog, right? Yeah. But a tv series to go along with it yeah and it was
1: great and then also the thing that i think that worked out for it too is the fact that that none of them were connected you right know what i mean like it was so nice and it was so refreshing being able to like wake up so, yeah so saturday morning watch some goosebumps and like eat my cereal too and it was really good because it was always a new story always a new thing and i think that's where like w- with uh the 90s we started getting those a little bit more for horror and that where we're like you know Goosebumps was like our Twilight Zone, basically. Yeah. you know what I no, mean. No, it like, really
0: was too. I mean, like let's talk about because a lot of kids these days aren't going to get it. No, but let's talk about like a series that like had a movement behind it. I mean, <laughs> even my even my sister had a whole catalog of like. Um, of Goosebump books and and when I was younger I like and I still do but my ADHD was at it's peak then so for me to just sit and read a book was a real challenge. Yeah. But I still just loved grabbing the covers and just looking at the covers of those books Mm -hmm. and just reading them. They were cool. They were
1: I used to to make my own stories just to the cover. Well they were kind of of
0: like drawn like comic book covers. Yeah. I mean not exactly like that comic book sans style but it was still like in that same vein of like Mm -hmm. eye popping catches. I mean probably one of the most ones that really stood out was like don't Go in the basement, the, you know, the mm-hmm. haunted mask. Uh, that's probably one of the most popular ones. Slappy. Slappy. Oh <laughs> my god, yes. Yeah. The Slappy. haunted doll. Slappy. He was
1: our Chucky before Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he,
0: our, no, he was still our Chucky. He was yeah. just he was the kid version of Chucky, which was yeah, weird. Basically. Because but all he was those. Still like, just
1: as twisted. It, like it was, when you think about it, like every episode with him, especially yeah. when he gets his family oh my gosh yeah. the family of puppets in the attic and I was they have to like, fight each other no. and
0: it gets really twisted yeah. you know it was also a really great Goosebumps episode and I can never remember it the name of the title but it was basically these kids staying with I think their grandma and grandpa out in like the bayou mm-hmm. and that there's this monster that's running around and makes like this horn piercing like roar noise Yeah, and like and it's straight up like they look, they're like living in like what looks like a haunted house and like this thing comes around at night and they end up defeating it by feeding it the grandma's gumbo <laughs> and i my, sorry go ahead oh no it was just it was one of those really cool ones because like yeah. the monster was like all practical effects and legitimately terrifying to look at mm-hmm. oh and you know what was also a really terrifying one what the gnomes the, the gnomes. Yeah, gnomes yeah that was terrifying that one. was my favorite
1: was the zombie one where so the this family moves to a sur- suburb like suburbia area right. but all the people are like kind of like zombified in a sense and so it goes through like the kids trying to convince their parents that they're the zombies, like full of like zombies or d- like demons and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, there's this whole chasing at the end, and like, oh okay, I know. What and at the very about. end, their golden lab ends up turned. Yeah. And they, but they don't realize it until like they're sitting in the thing and they're driving away and they look back at their dog and it slowly fades to black and white, just yeah. the dog and red eyes Well, and, and I was, was like that was so good it like, really was in, and I used to have a golden lab, re- lab retriever so every time we'd hop in the car I would just stare at her like in the back seat I would just turn around and stare at her and I was like turn black and white I swear to god do
0: it I'm gonna poop myself if you do <laughs> I'm gonna dick you right in the face but, <laughs> but, uh, but also like another great one that I always thought this should have been a movie and I know a lot of people think it should be a movie too is um and I always forget the name of it but it's where this family is going on a family vacation and they take a detour to this, uh, this, like, horror world, or horror yeah. land, and it's, like, ran by demons, and they're all, like, super colorful, like, bright green or bright blue, and they have the yeah. huge, like, buck horns, you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? And they end up, like, on a game show, and the way they get out of the game show, and they get out of, yeah, I think it actually was called Horror Land, mm-hmm. um, and the way they get out is, they finally beat the game show, but their car, like, flies off a cliff.
1: <laughs> oh, shit! Yeah, like, it
0: ta- and also, Goosebumps arguably had one of the most, like, Identifying opening themes better. Yeah. Like, dun 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 dun. Dun <laughs> dun, well, dun dun dun. dun. PPF for <laughs> a scare. <laughs>
1: oh my god! I wish they would just reboot Goosebumps.
0: Yeah. Well, they kind of did with the movies, and I like. You know, I, I enjoyed the first one. I haven't seen yeah, the second one. I yet. mean, it's enjoyable, but it, it definitely is missing its creep factor. Yeah. Um.
1: But yeah, no, those were like great. And when you also think of the '90s, how many like we're probably going to go over our timeline. Well, yeah, realize. this is going to be a two-parter. Right. Yeah. And like talking about the 90s, how many like cult follow like cult hit shows? Like, yeah, everyone loved Buffy, but it wasn't extremely popular. It's considered a freaking cult hit now. Yeah, but talk about a show that kicked like, off a successful comic yeah. series. Buffy and then Twin Peaks. It yeah. had it, it increased such a huge cult following from the 90s that it yeah. took like what? Almost 20 years to keep bring it back bring it back yeah like holy shit and then not only that beetlejuice the cartoon series yeah talk about,
0: it, i mean i mean we we kind of grew up on horror yeah, and, and, and and, and it, in a way it kind of makes me feel mad in the sense that people still don't give horror enough like love because we all true. grew up with these shows in one way or another whether it was that you yeah, woke up on saturday morning to watch Aura monsters or and, are you afraid of the dark oh yeah. my god i oh love that god. show talk, talk about a good like show that fought with that could you know go head to head with goof bombs yeah
1: and it was it was good and so i mean everyone has their favorite 90s nostalgic you know show and a lot of them were what
0: did i do oh it's okay i got you i broke it
1: (laughs) um but a lot of i mean everyone loves it like everyone has something from the 90s especially a horror show that they didn't even think was horror are right. real monsters and stuff yeah. like that
0: all real monsters so, was in our monsters like looking at it now it was a real creepy show yeah
1: it was i mean but, literally one of the characters
0: just h- held his eyeballs in his hands
1: yeah. <laughs> like cronk
0: yeah cr- it, yeah it was Kronk. Mm-hmm. um and like that was just such a brilliant show and we yeah. also got to see like you know just so many movies inspired by those tv shows too yeah uh, and then, but as we jump to you know, so, um, because we're
1: ending the near, uh, getting to the end of part one, um, I just wanted to uh, touch on a couple two thousands because I think that's where would be a good spot to start oh off next seri- next uh, the next par- or part two. Right. But like the thing that I like about the two thousands, which n- no one wants to admit ever, is that it was the huge, it was the boom of all the best
0: animes. Well, and that's and that <laughs> to add on to that, you, we saw two things happen in the 2000s. Not only did we see a boom of horror in American house television, mm-hmm. uh, more so live action, um, would mixed with cartoons, still keeping with that same theme, such as like mm-hmm. Grimm and Evil, like, Adventures of Billy and Mandy, for example. Yeah. But then going on to what you're saying about anime horror, probably one of the more arguably. Biggest names of that is the Helsing series, yep. along Helsing, with uh, which um, Blade did get into an, uh, an anime as well. Um, you know, and and we kind of still saw this trying of this resurgence of like trying to keep those horror TV shows alive. I mean. Lucy and the Dark, the Devil kept going with the comedic side of it on Adult Swim. And then mm-hmm. one of my favorite, most underrated like horror anthology series ever is the Masters of Horror yeah. on Showtime. And there was probably some of the best horror stories I've ever seen mm-hmm. in, those, in that anthology.
1: And then what I also think is super underrated, because I don't know why, but the Twilight Zone came back in 2002 to 2003. Right. It was so good! It was so good, and a lot of, like, it just ended, though, because, like, not a whole lot of people were watching it, and it was so disappointing, but, like, then we also started, then, like, also in the 2000s, that's when we started getting our, like, live-action series that, like, continued with one one long story, like, Dexter...
0: supernatural supernatural is arguably the biggest one out of the 2000s because oh yeah because it's now coming out with its final season forever mm-hmm. now but it kept going for so long Yeah, and it started it, back in 2005 and i think a horror show continued yeah. this long you and, know like it's so cool and talk about a show that and not funny enough they also had a crossover with scooby-doo too yeah yes they did so but and to talk about a show that like had has arguably just as strong as a following as Twin Peaks too. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's definitely one of those shows that if you love it, you love it, and you stay with it till the end, yep. you know. And it's it really is too. But going, you know, talking about a little bit about you know anime too, we got to yeah. see like Death Tr- Note, Death Note, Trinity Blood. We got to see Rosario Vampire, a Blood Plus. You know, it we kinda Blood Plus Plus was really good.
1: Yeah. Rosario with a vampire is. I you know I'm not gonna be I'm gonna I watched that whole but, sh- that you know, whole thing you know
0: and and, and also we and talking about You even add on to that one. Devil May Cry
1: yeah Devil May Cry guys being human I feel like that's one of the first horror shows that I've seen that had both a British and an American version and everyone ha- is actually split between that yeah so I think that's why I like about the two thousands era of horror shows is that like. Yeah. They start coming out with so many good things, so many good things. Like we said, being human, death, no, Yeah. all uh, supernatural that's still com- like still continuing. So like, th- yeah. So I think like this right now is like a good time to kind of stop. <laughs> then for her, yeah, our, yeah no, we'll, I know. Mean, we'll
0: finish off more on right, part two. Hold on, I want to look we'll, up something really quick because I think I want to just edit it <gasps> in. If I'm Jesus Christ! <laughs> you gonna be all right there? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i would like to hear some of your uh everybody else's like i know we already did our poll for the tv shows a couple weeks back uh yeah several weeks back but i was like just like remembering a bunch of these like i feel like about like some of the people who answered those questions on our uh fan participation corner yeah you know the one that uh dev posted a while back yeah i just i feel like after relearning some of these like a lot of people's uh, opinions might have changed. So, like, I would like to hear, uh, every, like, another round of it, if you guys wouldn't mind, of, like, what we've talked about. I agree. Um, of, Agreed. like, your favorite shows. Because, like, I totally forgot about, forgot about some of these.
0: I don't know if it started in 2010, but another great one was True Blood. But, you know, True Blood,
1: we... 2008. Oh, so it did start, yeah. like, in the late of yep.
0: aughts. Late, late aughts. Okay, so, well, you know what? Uh, this is... This, I mean, like, we've been saying it throughout the episode, this is going to be a two-parter, because there's so many things to talk about with this um so on, on our next part two episode unfortunately cody won't be able to make that one um now it's so our first actual recording that i'm gonna be I mean, on. it's gonna be weird but uh, <laughs> so far we're slated for the, uh, our amazing champion aaron to come on and, and fill the spot yep. and gee don't fuck it up spoiler alert <laughs> can we all guess what aaron's gonna want to talk about scooby do yes <laughs> how did you know
1: i i feel like since we put so much emphasis on scooby-doo yeah i think that's what she's gonna talk about
0: that's right. her favorite show ever she's like twin peaks never heard of that yeah Scoo- what's that garbage <laughs> <laughs> no yeah uh, i'm gonna be so mad if she has to cancel like last minute i'm gonna be like well we 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 got it you know hyped for no reason now. <laughs> what's the point no mm-hmm. i'm just gonna have to do it by myself and pretend to like be aaron I'm like, hey, Aaron, they should come on the podcast. Hey, guys, how's it going? Your your local crazy cat lady, Twin Pinks, uh, Twin Peaks, Z- Poop on cars. back bagging's lover's here. How's it going? <laughs> sit on faces. Nice to see <laughs> I <don't> love <laughs> sit on the faces. <laughs> Which I guess, I don't know why, but for some reason, uh, Aaron in my head sounds super flamboyant. So I noticed. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. I don't know. I don't know why. It's literally no reason for it. I just... I, bad at like certain like interpretations and impressions and stuff like that
1: anyways for to stay and stay up to date with everything that we are punk rock horror
0: podcast you can follow us and like us on our a, facebook that was a terrible sentence for me leading into that Yeah, that's no, cool I, <laughs> saved you. I was trying to save you but now you had to i had to okay that was terrible and to be part of our listening participation quarters, you can also <laughs> like us and follow us on our Twitter at
1: OfficialPRHP or on Instagram, P- uh, Punk Rock Horror Podcast Official. Still the same hashtag, hashtag podcast.
0: If you haven't checked out our Seaspring store yet, the new affiliate shirt is there and available for purchase. Yeah. So. And it looks, it looks great. And it's perfect for the summer season now because we uh, it's you can buy it in tanks and it comes in pink, gray, and white. And it's perfect to... Put on, go to the beach with, go to. So, all the with. colors of a fig.
1: Yeah. Make sure to get purple in there. <laughs> Actually, that
0: doesn't blend well with purple. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, if people want it bad enough, I'll make it purple. <laughs> but yeah, uh, go ahead and check it out now. And also, if you haven't heard yet, our Patreon's updated. Uh, for just $4 a month, not only will you get access to episodes before everyone else, and get access to our bonus show, The Pork Rock Half Hour Power, hosted by CPRA's own Lala, but you also get 10% off on all merch. And by the way, if you didn't know this, those 10%, that actually does stack on when we will have uh, special uh, limited uh, prices and discounts yep. on all merch. Um, so, for example, if we have a 10% off of a figgy shirt right now, you can take your 10% code and uh, get 20% off. So was very William Shatner-esque. Thank you. I was kind of hoping that I would connect with some people in on that one. <laughs> and for six dollars a month, you will get fifteen percent off. And I know you're thinking, Matt, where Matt Cody? Where are the the eight dollar rewards? So uh, to just keep up with you guys, we're as a growing podcast, as we're becoming, you know, more well known, and we're we're trying to uh, get more out there and get more funding for the show. Um, the Patreon paints that and not only does it just help us but it does help keep the show going mm-hmm. but it also gives us the ability to come out with better rewards yeah so at the position we're at right now we're trying to figure out rewards we can give at an eight dollar value that we can afford and deliver on because we don't want to promise Promit. something that we're having we're going to have a hard time to deliver on pure and simple and that's just us being honest with you people yeah um and all equals and gals, you know your your patronage and your support literally means so much to us and it's helping us not keep this dream alive but it's also helping us uh, continue coming to you guys every other week to talk about horror and to keep putting smiles on your faces and mm-hmm. so pure and simple is, is if you like us and you really do want to help us out and support this show um, you know we're always going to be appreciate you talking to your friends and family and sharing us but if you want to add a little more just feel, please consider going to our Patreon and consider becoming at least a $2 a month patron uh, which will give you access to our Punk Rock half hour power show yep. Um along with other rewards as well and you know it's it's it means a lot to us your support means a lot to us please consider going over there supporting us you can find all these links below um and yeah with that being said that's the end of this episode yeah stay tuned end of for part, part two. one
1: end of part one
0: yeah end of part one part two will be coming out this week either i'm not sure yet either on a tuesday or a thursday i don't know I, I you'll find out you'll see <laughs> all right podcast over podcast over bye bye